Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. All right, welcome back. We are in the midst of a series called Winning the Game of Life. Unlike the board game, where you are subjected to just the spin of the wheel and just doing as you're instructed, to win in actual life, you need to grow skills so that you get better and better at the game and learn effective strategies that will give you leverage and an advantage. Today, let's discuss taking an offensive approach to the building of a business enterprise organization or career. I'm not sure if my bias to attacking an opportunity or problem with aggressive offense was imprinted on me by being raised by a hard-nosed university football coach or not, or by baptism by fire in my early entrepreneurial business life. But I have mentioned before, I got into real estate not long after Black Monday and the early 90s recession. All the defensive tactics realtors relied on and were used to just got wiped out doing floor duty, which was waiting by the phone for somebody to call looking to buy a house or sitting in an open house waiting for somebody to come in and say they wanted to buy it or waiting for somebody in their farm to call them off their refrigerator magnet or notepad with their picture on it to come list their house. If you wanted to get business in a recessive market, you had to play offense. So I did, and I played it aggressively. As a result, I was able to become a dominant player from literally out of nowhere with no prior training or no experience. It was because I played offense. That reinforced in me what my soccer coach screamed at me from the sidelines all those games attack the ball, attack the goal, play offense 99% of the time. And when you do, you control the game, you control the pace of progress, you own the momentum in the market. There are countless cases in business where the best defense is an aggressive offense. In my live 10Q training, I cited the cases where one company during times of depression or recession or crisis fell back on their heels and went into playing defense and another got up on their toes and started playing offense. During the depression of the 1920s, Post, the dominant leader in breakfast cereal, cut their advertising and rival Kellogg's doubled theirs. Kellogg's profits grew by more than 30% during the recession and they became the number one new category leader and have remained ever since. Same thing happened during the 1970s energy crisis and recession. The car import leader Volkswagen retreated into defense, cutting their growth spending, and rival Toyota doubled down on theirs during the crisis. Toyota catapulted to the number one spot and have remained ever since, and are now three times bigger than Volkswagen in imports, and VW dropped all the way down to number five. Most businesses, organizations, and even individuals building their career spend most of their existence reacting to the market. They use the same best practices, the same prospecting, marketing, and sales tactics, utilizing the same mediums, mostly the same way everybody else does, but with their own unnoticeable and mostly ineffective spin on it. All that is playing defense. Again, I don't know whether it was by necessity or by brilliance, but when I had to build Success Magazine, the traditional method, basically the only method any of them used because it was a chicken and an egg situation, you made money selling advertising, but you couldn't sell advertising until you had a large subscriber base. So you had to take two to $5 million to go out and buy your subscribers, 
which is why you see those outrageous offers of two years for $9 or a free gym bag gift or whatever that costs more than the actual money for the subscription, but that bought your subscribers. So now you could go and sell that audience to your advertisers. That's the chicken and egg scenario there. Well, we didn't have two to $5 million to spend buying subscribers. In fact, we had $0 to spend on marketing and advertising. Instead, we had to get aggressive at playing offense. We did that by going after selected and highly targeted strategic partners and my keynoting large conferences to enroll large pools of subscribers in. Because we played on our toes, attacking with aggressive offense and not relying on defense, we were able to grow that publication from ground zero of the financial recession of 2008, when a large majority of previously successful publications failed during that time and went out of business, to a readership reach of more than 5 million plus. One last example that I will give you. One of my favorite offensive entrepreneurs is Elon Musk. He is what you would call uh, on the soccer pitch, an attacker. That guy just relentlessly attacks the ball wherever it is. There are so many examples of his offensiveness. But one, for instance, is back in 2016, South Australia experienced an apocalyptic storm that knocked out their electric uh, grid, casting 1.7 million people into the dark. It was global news. The politicians were blaming each other, of course, and they could not agree on the solution. So Elon attacked. He put out a tweet that even that he could even deliver 100 megawatts of storage in 100 days or less. Oh, and if he didn't, he would do it for no charge. Now, 100 megawatts of storage then would have made it the largest battery ever produced in history up to that point. So it was a pretty aggressive offensive play. With a $550 million energy plan, Elon was awarded the bid when previously he, nor Tesla, was even in the running. By the way, he did deliver in 60 days, not 100 days. So I ask you to ask yourself, how can you get off your heels? How can you stop playing defense, doing mostly the same things that everybody else is doing in the same places, pretty much the same way, and instead get up on your toes and play offense swim out into the blue ocean and bring some innovation to your strategy playbook to attack your goals.